about here for <laughs> Welcome in, everybody. Happy Farming Friday. Got some very cool shows coming up. For Save the Dates, my friend, who is the Will the Circle Be Unbroken Man, January 17th. His past uh, concert scheduled for the City Winery has been rescheduled to next week, January 17th. And if you don't get a chance to see him, he's the co-founder of the Nitty Gritty Dirt Band. And the show on the 17th is going to be one of those one-of-a-kind shows. You will not want to miss it. Um, there's also something really important coming up in the city of Hendersonville. Hendersonville Rising to raise money. The Hendersonville Chamber is bringing about Hometown Jam and the Hendersonville Rising. $55 ticket to help people whose businesses and homes were destroyed uh, in the recent tornadoes. Uh, coming up January 30th uh, at Premier Center in Hendersonville. Hendersonvillejam.com is where you can get your tickets. One of the uh, people who will be featured is Josh Miranda, who will be one of the performers. Also another performer is Morgan Miles. She will be there. And hosting the event, News Channel 5's very own Bree Smith will be there uh, emceeing the event. That's Hendersonville Rising. And if you'd like to be a part of that show and raise money and be part of the sponsorship opportunities available just to have your name of your business associated with helping this great cause. Really important. Hey, when we come back, we're going to head to uh, Garrison Creek. Garrison Creek is in the borough and they've been doing some updates there at Garrison Creek. We'll find out more about that right after this. Big sound exteriors. Leave the bugs outside and bring the sunshine in. We build custom sunrooms that match your house perfectly. We also do siding and trim, gutters and downspouts, and our Energy Star replacement windows can qualify you for $500 from the TVA. We don't support a big fancy showroom, so we can come to you, sell direct to you for less. For the lowest prices from a name you can trust, call us or visit us at MidSouthExteriors.com. The Tennessee Environmental Council and Green Interchange worked with the City of Murfreesboro in February 2012 to improve the Garrison Creek stream off of Las Casas Highway near Garrison Cove. The channel was being mowed all the way to the stream and treated like a drainage ditch. Over the years we've planted somewhere in the neighborhood of 10,000 trees. There's somewhere in the neighborhood of 10 to 15 different species of trees that we've identified. So the habitat here has changed tremendously. When we started, there was no aquatic habitat here at all. And now you can see we've got some little runs. You've also got a lot of leaves and other uh, sticks and twigs that the little creek critters use as food as well as habitat. Now we've got a, a, a forest system that's surrounding the creek that is mature enough that we can start thinning it out a little bit as we try to get this riparian or streamside forest integrated back into the community. There are a couple projects that are in the works in 2024 for this area. One is building a couple of reading nooks with benches and ecology reading material for residents to enjoy. Second is a trail for walkers to connect neighborhoods to shopping areas and keep walkers off of Las Casas Highway. 
These projects will encourage walkability and help keep cars off the road by connecting neighborhoods to commercial areas. Having that trail and having those reading nooks, places where people can just come and enjoy nature. It'll be like a little park in their own backyard with a library in it. When you look at this, you think, well, having trees on the creek bank is going to cause more flooding. But the exact opposite is true. These trees not only absorb floodwaters, but they create channels in the creek bank that allow those floodwaters to replenish the groundwater, which reduces flooding downstream. The city's got a great stormwater ordinance with a riparian buffer component to it. These buffers work. They work. They protect water quality. They protect habitat. Being able to just come down here and be in nature in the middle of the city is an incredibly powerful, powerful thing for our spiritual and emotional health. We see in the economic literature is that homes that are close to streams that have been restored are worth more money than homes that are farther away. Why is this restoration project important? Garrison Creek flows into Bushman Creek, which flows into East Fork of Stones River, which flows into the Stones River, where Murfreesboro gets their drinking water. This creek, now that it's forested, is filtering out pollutants. It's filtering out nitrates. Not only do they filter out pollution in the water, but you know, this plastic bottle is trash. The trees actually trap the trash. We couldn't have done the project without the great partnerships, city stormwater, the street department, communications coming out, MTSU, Stones River Watershed Association, Tennessee Environmental Council started the project, Green Interchange, which has come in. You can find out more about the project, what's going to happen in the first quarter of 2024 by going to greeninterchange.org. A big thank you to our friends at Murphy's for a television. You know, I never really paid attention to drinking water. I mean, you open the tap, it's there, you know, it's purified, blah, blah, blah. Well, when you really get to thinking about where it comes from, you pass over a bridge, you, you use a bridge, you pass over, you're drinking the water you're passing over in many cases. And thinking about what goes in that water, everything from um, people who flush uh drugs down the, the toilet and people who put things down the sink and all that plays into the purification of our drinking water. And I thought that's very important. And knowing where your water comes from, if you have a municipality that supplies it, you might be on a well. So you're a totally different thing. You need to test that water too. Maybe you're on a spring or a Creek. You need to test that water too. know where your water comes from. We are about to hit some really, really, really cold weather. And last year when it happened, keeping those, pipes nice and warm very 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 important and some things to do to save money on your electric bill well middle tennessee electric service and nes are both putting out as much information as they can both of them have really handy apps and you can see about usage and how to control your spending when it comes to your electric bill during the coldest months of the winter 
When the temperature outside drops, your heating system runs more often and works harder to maintain the temperature in your home. That means your air filter is catching more dust and debris. Changing it monthly will improve your air quality, reduce long-term maintenance costs, and improve your unit's energy efficiency. By taking even small steps to improve your energy habits, you'll save on your monthly bill. Middle Tennessee Electric, your local electric cooperative and expert energy resource. Here's my favorite lesson of 2023. The cure is in the disease. What does that mean? Here's just a very practical example. A wood-burning stove has a soot on the window. It's very, very hard to get off. You can rub it, you can scrub it. I've tried Windex, I've tried different chemicals. I've asked it around, somebody said you can get a wax. All of these outside sources to get soot off of the window. You know what works magic? Literal, just ash from the fireplace. Dip it in some water, put on a paper towel, and it melts right off, like magic. And there are countless examples of this all throughout nature. The antidote for a snake bite is in snake venom. And it just makes me think, how many of our problems are we looking to solve with outside sources? Outside medicines, outside help. When really, if we just looked directly into the problem, we would actually find the solution, the cure. Obviously, sometimes you know, outside medicine, outside help is necessary, but what else in life can we solve by looking directly into the heart of the problem and looking for clues there? May 2024 be full of solutions and cures and uh, and I wish you all the very best. Happy New Year. This holiday season, the largest lantern festival in the country returns to Nashville Zoo. Witness more than 1,000 handcrafted Chinese lanterns featuring brand new designs, including towering mythical beasts, a life-sized Santa's workshop, and a 100-foot-long dragon. Welcome back to Zoo Illumination at Nashville Zoo. Bigger, brighter, and better than ever. It's a new year. A fresh start with opportunity to reach new heights and accomplish new achievements for our most important industry. But with the turn of the calendar brings some of the same challenges as last year and even some new ones yet to be seen. Here in the Volunteer State, our industry is united to face those challenges head on. 
And thanks to our ag industry partners, we remain laser focused on the age-old mission of feeding and sustaining our world. It's a new year with an ag and forestry industry in Tennessee growing stronger than ever. Well, on January 6th, the polar bear plunge took place in John, Mr. Murfreesboro at murfreesboro.com on YouTube was there. What is it like to jump into a polar plunge? Well, it's cold for one thing, but this is an annual event and we'll share what happened on January 6th in the borough. All right, folks, it is time for the 2024 polar bear plunge here at Sportscom in Murfreesboro. A whole bunch of people are about to come out here and jump in this uh, lovely warm water, reading it at 41 degrees that they just told me, including yours truly, because I didn't do it last year, so I got roped into jumping this year, so we're going to do that. But before we do that, we're going to go uh, talk to a couple people on the inside, because this is actually a fundraiser for Special Olympics, so we're, they're going to fill us in on all about that and what all is involved. And so, yeah, let's go talk to them first. All right, everybody, this is Kyle. Kyle, everybody, he's the aquatics coordinator here at Sportscom and heads up all this stuff going on with the polar bear plunge. And so if you don't mind, tell us about it. And uh, it's a fundraiser for? The Special Olympics. Oh. We're here to raise some money, support their great cause, and, you know, help them out, get the athletes doing their thing. Yeah, and how many years have you been doing it now? I think this is like the 22nd year we've been doing this. So it started a while ago. It's yeah. not the coldest this year. It's only 41 degrees in the water. Yeah, but only 41 degrees. Only one. I mean, yeah. we think we've had it down about 34 at one point. You know, we've had it or we've had to break up chunks of ice and drag them out. You know, you're, yeah, you're no. lucky this year that's not that. Yeah, right? yeah. The, the one year I get to jump, it's it's warm. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, thank you. But uh, So you said 22 years. Do you know yeah. about how much money has been raised by chance? Last I checked, I think we're on the $4,500 mark this year. Yeah, this we're year? Awesome. This year alone. So we're hoping to surpass 5000 pretty quickly at the beginning of this event. Nice. Now, does that go towards equipment or the... What it goes go back to? all towards the special limits for their operation for the state. Oh, uh, just in general. Okay. Just in general. Awesome. A good chunk of that uh, stays local with the Area 16 chapter, so it's great to help the local athletes yeah. as well. Nice. Now, do you know how many people are doing it this year? How many registered? I don't know how many are registered. We're still taking registration yeah. right up to the event, so mm -hmm. right, yeah. right here. Um, so I, I would expect probably you know 75 to 100 people coming out for this. All right. Cool. Yeah, because I saw there were more people as just coming in as walking yeah. is coming in. Yeah. So I, who knows, more the merrier, right? So, oh, yeah. Awesome. Well, Kyle, uh, where can people get more information about this if they want to find more information? Sure. If you want to see more information about this, you can go to the city's webpage, MurfreesboroTN.gov, and it's broadcast there, or our parks website, which is MurfreesboroParks.com. Awesome. Cool. Well, thank you, Kyle. Appreciate your time. It's cold. All right, everybody, this is Tyler. He's an engineer from Hello. the Murfreesboro Fire Department. Literally, the department, you're what, right across? Right? Oh, yeah, right, right across the lot. Awesome. And you're here today to help keep us safe. You and your crew all came over. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Absolutely. But uh, so this cold water, it's 42 degrees out, 41 degrees water. What can people expect? Like, what would somebody jumping in, what, can, what would that do to the body right off the bat? Uh, right off the bat, it's going to be an initial shock to the body that, uh, you know, we're normally core temperature sitting around 98 degrees. And that water today being 41 degrees, your body's going to initially just kind of shock up, and you're not going to be expecting it. You expect it to be bad, but whenever you actually jump in, it's 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 really going to hit you. 
So what can somebody expect, like, long-term? If they were to jump in, because I've seen it before, people jump in, they get right out. <laughs> yeah. but if somebody, and then there's those people that jump in and kind of wait around for a little bit. So what does that do to you long-term? So um, long-term, if you get in the pool mm -hmm. and you're able to kind of adjust to the water, mm -hmm. um, it's okay for short duration. Yeah. Over extended time, the longer you stay in that water, the core temp's going to come down. That's where you start running into issues with hypothermia. I heard like some of your like sometimes you you literally can't move your arms. Right. And so everything just freezes up. Absolutely. Cool. Exactly what happens. I, do you know how long that takes? Or uh, so like every, ten every, minutes? Or? Every person's going to be different. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Obviously, I've got a little bit more fluff than some <laughs> people. So, uh, I, although I. Time frame isn't going to be drastic. Mm -hmm. it, it can vary between each individual. All right, cool. Well, I'll keep that in mind when we go jump in. So, <laughs> so Tyler, I really appreciate the help, and thank you for keeping us safe. Thank you very much. Appreciate your time. Yes, sir. Now, let's go jump in. God, that is cold. I'm so sorry. I was just going to tell you. I was in the pool. I was in the pool. <laughs> A little nod to Seinfeld. <laughs> John, you have to love him. Murfreesboro.com. Follow him on Murfreesboro.com on YouTube because he's fantastic and all of his stuff. I mean, I, I'm glad that he shared that, too, about hypothermia and how important it is because we're about to have some really cold temperatures and issues like being in the water and things like that. When it comes to cold plunges, know that there are some health risks involved and know what they are. Um, there's some <clears throat> other ways that we can cut our energy cost. Uh, NES put together this little collection. Unplug your appliances when they're not in use, like your toasters and things like that. Coffee makers. Did you know that they actually pull on electricity even though they're not on? You can upgrade your light bulbs to LEDs. Uh, I saw a comedian this weekend saying, you remember when light bulbs used to get hot? LEDs don't the difference. <laughs> you can also save money with home energy rebates and you can find out about that by going to the NES Energy Right page on the website. Um, uh, there is a scam alert that I wanted to let you know. NES has been having people that are calling uh, folks in the area demanding payment for their NES bill immediately via phone, email, or text. NES will never do that. Remember that NES will never call you on the phone demanding immediate payment. They will never request payment made by a gift card, a wire transfer, a payment app like Cash App or Venmo or anything, cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, or even a QR code. They will never, NES will never demand a fee payment associated with a power outage. Your power's out. They call you on the phone. 
and say, your power is out to get it turned back on immediately. You need to pay us X amount of dollars via this way. That will never happen. Any of your local cooperatives, electricity, they will not do that either. So be aware that as we go into these cold temperatures, there are people out there that do not have your best interest at heart. Guess guess what? That just... <laughs> That's the deal. They do not. This is something I thought was in, in, important. It is our farm in Friday, and Kentucky Lake Beekeepers Association is having an introduction to beekeeping course January 20th. It's going to be held at Tennessee Valley Community Church in Paris, Tennessee. For those people who watch us online and would like to be a part of this, they're going to be covering history, feeding, biology, behavior, hive splits, top bar hives, and all sorts of education when it comes to your animals and and getting those bees uh get them started on your property beekeeping is some of the most incredibly useful and incredibly easy ways to start in agriculture for questions you can contact james hinton at 731-363-3523 um this is something important too the daddy daughter dance we know we've got one coming up in goodlettsville in february the ninth is the mother and son night of fun and the 10th is the daddy daughter dance in goodlettsville you can go to the goodlettsville Facebook page to get information on February 10th in Portland, Tennessee at Richland Park Gym. They're having their daddy daughter dance. You can have a wonderful night. These are so, so much fun. $10 per person. The tickets are limited. It's going to be at the Richland Park Gym. You know, there are all sorts of gifts that you can give your daughters if you're a dad. But if you give them your time, you give them your time. That means more than just about anything just about anything well i'm excited because we have just signed on for another year of shows with the omni our taste of nashville show is done once a month at the omni the omni nashville has a wonderful experience if you'd like to go out for a nice dinner they have bob's steakhouse and kitchen notes and they also have bongo java which is right there inside the the omni if you want to have a good meeting Go to the Omni Nashville. It's a fantastic place to be downtown, a great place for a staycation, and a great place for food. Welcome to the Omni Nashville Hotel. Urban elegance with a vintage touch. Our 800-room hotel opened up in the fall of 2013 with 746 guest rooms and 54 suites. So you, you cut all this this past year? I cut it, rolled it, and did everything myself and put it in here. A stored supply reaching to the barn rafters, and good thing too. As winter settles in, this is about all cattle have to eat. What's housed here is top quality, large round bales of Rutherford County forage. That's good, cows love it. Anthony Scales had a good year with his herd and hay. You don't roll it. Put in the barn when it's green. You got to let it lay out for two or three days and let it dry. Constantly changing environmental factors, including moisture levels, influence the nutritional content of hay, and that's where UT Extension can help. Agent Rebecca Norman has been at the Scales Farm in Rockvale several times, testing the hay with this probe that drills 24 to 36 inches inside each bale, collecting samples. 
So every cutting, every bell potentially could be different. Mm -hmm. And hay doesn't come with a label, like we might buy something in a grocery store. So it's important for us to test the hay and basically get our label back from the lab. When it comes to testing, you want the best representation of a hay supply. Things can vary from one bale to the next, and that's why it's important to take multiple samples. Past test results from the scales barn have been positive. But if the hay was lacking, the farmer would know to supplement what's needed for full cattle bellies. Extension encourages producers to take the test. Because it's a, it's a wild card, we don't really know what the hay is worth. Mm -hmm. And otherwise, if we don't do that, we can end up with cattle losing weight, not knowing why. Testing is very helpful. Get your hay tested and make sure you know what to, uh, when to cut it, what uh, fertilizer you need. Bag samples go to the UT Institute of Agriculture in Knoxville. And with these tests, you can have the results in a week or two. Nutritious hay can be stored in the dry and fed for years. And if what's in the barn is good, then you'll have fat cows all winter. <laughs> this is Charles Denny reporting. Well, if you are in Middle Tennessee, you have found out that hay is scarce. Hay is a tough thing, and it's really, really tough because it, the drought in Texas, a lot of people came up with tractor-trailer rigs, and they bought all the hay that there was to have and took it back down to Texas. So that, that happens a lot. When there's drought in one area, know that they will come to Middle Tennessee, Kentucky, areas where we have a little bit more grass. But, you know, we had a drought, too, so there was a lot of that issue. So having good hay, you can go to Tennessee Farm Bureau and see there's a whole list of people that have hay and what uh, area they're in. Good luck if you're trying to get hay for your livestock. Steph Mahan had a birthday on January 3rd. She is a singer-songwriter. You might not know, but she's fantastic. She's from, uh, she lives right here in Middle Tennessee. But in February, February 2nd and 4th through the 4th, she's going to be at the South Florida Folk and Acoustic Music Festival it's going to be February 2nd through the 4th at the Bergeron Rodeo Fairgrounds in Davie, Florida. She's going to be teaching some songwriting classes. Um, we love, we have all of our Nashville songwriters end up going to other areas of the country for their songwriting festivals. And I thought I'd introduce her to you now. If you don't know Steph Mahan, here's some of her latest music. Churches and 
gave us two. Sometimes I wonder if that's the way I'll die. The shooter sees the fear in his victim's face. He never met, he don't know their name. He just needs to blame someone for shitty life. That is Steph Mahan, a song called I Don't Understand, and it's a little explicit, but if you listen to the song and what it's talking about, there's a reason for that. Um, God bless you. Have a great weekend. I hope that you are safe, that you are kind to each other, and most of all, you remember that you are loved. We are home. We are family. We are things to do and play.